Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. We have the incredible privilege this week to read Parshas Vaschanon. And interestingly enough, nestled in the parsha in the beginning of the third Aliyah, Perek Dalid Posuk Mem Aleph, chapter 4, verse 41, the Posuk says as follows, Az Yavdil Moshe Shalosh Arim Be'ever Hayarden Mizrach Hashemesh. Moshe Rabbeinu separated out three cities in the Transjordanian area. And the Torah then goes on, why did he separate out three cities? These become what are known as Are Miklot, cities of refuge. We know the halacha, that if a person, God forbid, kills another individual inadvertently, accidentally, what we call Beshogeg, so the halacha is such a person is not put to death because it was an accidental act, but one does have to flee to the city of refuge, an Ir Miklot. In this city, a person is protected from the Gaul Hadam, Gaul Adam is the relative of the victim who is seeking revenge upon the person who killed his, killed his relative. So as long as the killer goes ahead and remains inside of the Irmiklot, he's protected, he is shielded, no one is permitted to harm him. So interestingly enough, the Das King Balatosis, the Tosifus, in their commentary on the parasha, point out something amazing. The Torah introduces this section with the word Az. Az means then. Then, Az Yavdil Moshe. Then Moshe Rabbeinu went ahead and separated out three cities. Now, when you look at it, it's not a really a big deal. Az means then. Then means what? What happened before it occurred. Then Moshe Rabbeinu went ahead and separated out three cities. But listen to the words of the Dasakinim. Dasakinim writes, Az Lashon Shira. Az is a word that is associated with song, with Shira. Where do we find this most prominently or most famously? Kimo Az Yashir. Moshe, that just like when the Jewish people crossed the Red Sea and they successfully were led by the Ribbon Shem across the sea, they come right, they remember the sea comes crashing down on the Egyptians. They sing a beautiful melodic song of praise to the Ribbon Shem. So says that that's King of Alitosus, just like Az Yashir Moshe is a Shira, it's a song. Az Yavdil Moshe Shalosh Arim. When Moshe Rabbeinu separated out the three Aremikla, the three cities of refuge, he felt like a shira. It was like a song. He sang. I don't know if it means that he sang while he did it, but for him, the experience of going ahead and separating out the three cities of refuge was a joyous event, just like a shira, just like a song. And the Dasa Kingdom says, I know what you're wondering, why is that? So listen to this. Because when Moshe Rabbeinu heard God say earlier on in Chumash Bamidbar, that God forbid if there is bloodshed in the land of Israel, there is no atonement for bloodshed. Kaddish Baruch Hu says the act of murder is so severe and so significant that there could be no atonement for it. The only way to atone for it is to kill the killer, to execute the killer. So Moshe Rabbeinu heard this and he thought to himself, ah, I guess this means even someone who accidentally kills another, even if someone who inadvertently kills another, I guess such an individual, such a killer, even in that situation, is going to be subject to the death penalty. However, again, once Moshe heard that Noah Baruch Hu told him that there's the concept of a city of refuge, which is there to provide refuge to those who have killed inadvertently or accidentally, Az Amru Shira. Over this, Moshe Rabbeinu sang Shira. So the Dasa Kingdom says, apparently, Moshe Rabbeinu originally thought 
that any time, God forbid, you take the life of another, intentionally or unintentionally, you're subject to a death penalty. But now HaKadosh Baruch Hu taught him the halach of, of Ir Miklat, of the city of refuge. It is only an intentional killer who is executed, but an inadvertent or accidental killer. Such an individual is not executed, but rather is exiled to the city of refuge. And Moshe Shalainu heard this, he sang Shira. He sang Shira. Still, why? <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, it's great. Don't get me wrong. But why, why is that Shira? Why is Moshe Rabbeinu singing over this? So the Dasakinian adds in one more part. He says, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu knew what it felt to go ahead and kill someone. Because remember again, back in Shmos, Moshe Rabbeinu killed the Egyptian. Killed the Egyptian. Remember again, the Torah tells us that there was an Egyptian taskmaster who was mercilessly beating a Jew. Moshe Rabbeinu saw that he was ready to kill the Jews. So Moshe Rabbeinu vayif and kol v'kol. He looked in all directions. Vayachas ha-mitzri. And he killed the Mitzri. Moshe Rabbeinu understood what it meant to take life. And remember, that is a halacha like that. If you see someone, chas v'shalom, going to kill another person, you are permitted to stop the killer from killing the other individual. Actually, you're obligated to do so. And even if that means you have to kill the killer, so what Moshe Rabbeinu did was absolutely warranted. What Moshe Rabbeinu did was absolutely necessary. But there was a certain level of baggage that comes with that. So Moshe Rabbeinu all these years is walking around with the baggage of having taken the life of the Mitzri. But when he hears that HaKadosh Baruch Hu forgives the accidental killer, albeit with the responsibility now for the accidental killer to flee to the city of refuge, it's almost as if there was a weight lifted off of Moshe Rabbeinu's heart. That not everyone who takes the life of another is grouped together or treated the same. There are some times when you take the life of another and it's totally unwarranted. And it is amongst the most heinous and abhorrent crimes. And for that, one must pay the ultimate price with their own life. But there are other times where it's an accident. There are other times where it's an inadvertent. And there may be even other times when it's warranted. Those offenses, Moshe Rabbeinu understands, are forgiven. Forgiven in different ways. If someone got, kills because they have to save another or because it's warranted, they don't have to do anything. There's no exile, there's nothing. It's warranted. It's sanctioned. The halacha says you have to do it. And if it's inadvertent, there's fleeing to the city of refuge, fleeing to the Ur Mikla. But I think on a deeper level, what the Dasi King was really trying to convey to us is as follows. Do you know what the Ur Mikla represents? The city of refuge really represents... It represents that there's always forgiveness. That no matter how significant or serious the crime, no matter how significant or serious the transgression, forgiveness can always be found with the Ribbono Shalom. Because think about this for just a moment. If you're Moshe Rabbeinu, what's one of the things which weighs most heavily on your mind? You know you made a mistake. You hit the rock instead of speaking to the rock. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu told you what your punishment is. You are not going to get to go into the land of Israel. But if you're Moshe Rabbeinu, isn't there one more question that's constantly plaguing your soul, keeping you up at night? Am I forgiven? I understand I did something wrong. I understand there's a punishment, there's a repercussion. Does HaKadosh Baruch Hu forgive me? Does the Ribbono Shal Olam forgive me? You see, we have other examples of this. David HaMelech, David HaMelech engages in an inappropriate act with Bathsheba. But right after that, right after that, when David HaMelech takes ownership over his mistake, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him through Nasan Hanavi, 
you are forgiven. David HaMelech was given the gift of knowing that he had attained divine forgiveness. But you know, when you look at the Pesukim in Chumash, nowhere does it ever say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Vayomer Hashem Al Moshe Salachti. I forgive you. Okay, remember, forgiveness doesn't mean there aren't repercussions. Forgiveness doesn't mean that there's not necessarily an ownership punishment. But forgiveness means we've settled things. We're good. We're good. HaKadosh Baruch Hu never says the word to Moshe, I forgive you. He never says it. He never articulates it. So if you're Moshe Rabbeinu, you know what you did wrong. You owned your mistake. You know the repercussion. You know the punishment. You know the collateral damage. But what you don't know is, did, did, does the Rebbe Hashem forgive me? Does he forgive me? And then Moshe Rabbeinu hears about the mitzvah to separate the Ari Miklat, the cities of refuge. And he realizes something amazing. Of course he forgives me. Because there is forgiveness for everyone. There is forgiveness for every transgression. The truth is, no matter what the chayit, no matter what the sin, one is always able to attain divine forgiveness. Again, it doesn't mean there's not an onesh. It doesn't mean there's not a punishment. And it doesn't mean there's not a repercussion or fallout or irreversible damage. But forgiveness is always attainable. So when Moshe Rabbeinu hears that even if someone takes a life, there's forgiveness, there's forgiveness, Az Yavdil Moshe Shalosh Arim Be'evar Yardin. Az Yashir Moshe. It's a song. He separates those cities with a spring in his step and a niggin on his lips. He's singing because he realizes HaKadosh Baruch Hu does forgive me. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu forgives everyone who is a sincere penitent. And this is so incredibly important because the truth is, many of us walk through life not knowing if we have been forgiven for, by God. We've all done things that we are not proud of. And we've all done things that we wish we could take back. And there are Averos that we've committed that have forever changed the trajectory of our lives. And I've owned it. I've owned my sins. I've owned it. I, I own up to it. I take responsibility for it. I engage in a process of tshuva. But have I been forgiven? Have I just want to know. Salachti, tell me you forgive me. And we read Parshas Vaschanon. Az Yavdil Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu learns that if you truly ask for forgiveness, you truly want forgiveness, you truly desire forgiveness, you truly rectify yourself and right the wrongs of the past. Forgiveness is always attainable. All the Ribbono Shal Olam asks of us is to be sincere in our penance, is to be sincere in our tshuva, is to truly desire His forgiveness, and He grants it to us. But there's one more piece. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu always forgives as long as the request is sincere. But we also have to learn how to forgive ourselves. So many times we walk through life beating ourselves up over bad decisions we made. And you know, because I made this decision, this happened. Or I said this to my child and they did this. Or I did this to my spouse and they did this. And we, we, we hold ourselves responsible for a whole variety of things. And we beat ourselves up. So sometimes, sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes what I think I'm responsible for, I'm not actually responsible for. And sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I really am at fault. Sometimes I really did hurt someone. Sometimes I really did mess myself up. Sometimes I really did ruin something beautiful in life. 
But at a certain point in time, you have to learn to forgive yourself as well. Because if you don't forgive yourself, you can't move on. If you continue beating yourself up over the mistakes and the missteps of the past, then that uses up all of your emotional energy. All of that energy, all of that ability that could go towards building something beautiful, magnificent, and holy is wrapped up and is wasted in a life filled with self-blame. I have to take ownership over my mistakes. And I have to take ownership over my missteps. But at a certain point in time, I have to say, okay, I've owned it. I've done shiva for it. I've learned from it. I've grown from it. And now, salachti, I forgive myself. Because until you forgive yourself for the misdeeds of the past, you will be unable to move on and to build something beautiful, a beautiful personalistic edifice. Because as long as you're engaged in self-blame, you cannot engage in self-growth. Az Yavdil Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu sings in Parashas Ve'eschanon because he finally answers that question that has been on his mind for a very long time. And the answer is, I have attained forgiveness. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has forgiven me because the Ribbono Shal Olam always forgives as long as the request and the tshuva is sincere. It's always our job to model ourselves after our Creator. And just like the Ribbono Shal Olam forgives, we must learn to forgive ourselves as well for the transgressions of the past. Wishing everyone a good and Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.